Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches. I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years. And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources. Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work. And through our work as life coaches, we've learned how to make work fun. Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too. Without giving in to the productivity hustle. So let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Making Work Fun podcast. Um, So we just had a bunch of technical difficulties and we're both very excited to now. (laughs) We couldn't hear each other for a bit. So now we're very excited to record and hear each other. So we're like rushing to (laughs) get this. It was so weird because it was like Maria couldn't hear me and then I couldn't hear Maria and we were having the exact same tech issues on both person's side. So it was very bizarre, but we got it functioning and working. And I mean, try to the tried and true method of just leaving the meeting and rejoining and then it somehow magically resulted. There we go. <laughs> yes. So now we're both like, let's just quickly get this conversation in before <laughs> okay. so, well again. we can yeah, well we can hear each other. Let's let's do it. Yeah. So today we wanted to talk about um getting curious about resistance and like whenever you have resistance around certain tasks or like some things that you have to do on your list, um, just getting really curious about that. And I, this topic came as an idea to me this past weekend when I really, like I want, I had to record a solo episode this past weekend um, of the podcast. And I usually really love recording episodes for you all. And this weekend, for some reason, I was just like resisting it so hard. (laughs) I even texted Natasha, like, I don't know what's happening. Like usually I record it on Friday. It was Sunday evening almost. And I'm like, I, I still haven't done it. Like what is going on? So I wasn't judging myself. I was like, fine with it. I just need, wanted to get it done, obviously, before Monday morning <laughs> so that we have it for you all. But then I got really curious. I'm like, what is it about this one particular episode that I'm like resisting so hard? And I realized it's because I was, I wanted to talk about rest, which is obviously like part of my um, niche and like it's rest is literally like part of my business name. So this topic like felt very near and dear to me. And I was just, I think I had the thought of like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it justice in like a short episode. That was the thought. So then I was just, I wasn't even starting. I'm like, it's, there's just too much to cover too much to talk about. I can't even do it. Why bother starting? Um, so then like, once I realized that it was so much easier to like work through that. And I think I even addressed it at the beginning of the episode. I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is where I am. Obviously this is a big topic. It's not going to be all resolved in like 15 minutes, but I'm going to do the highlights and whatever is coming to mind right now. And then, of course, we can always talk about rest in the future as well. But it's sort of this, that's where I got this idea of like just getting really curious whenever you have some resistance to some stuff and figuring out what might be going on in your brain to be causing that. Yeah, I love this idea um, and delving into this topic a little bit more because so often what happens when we're resisting something is that we assume it means something bad about us, like we're lazy or we're procrastinators or we just don't have the right motivation or don't care about our goals or so on and so forth. But in reality, if we are willing to leave that label aside for a minute 
Like maybe we're not a lazy human. Maybe we don't suck at everything. Maybe it's nothing to do with our motivation. And we pause and we can let ourselves get a little bit curious about what might be happening, even just like one tiny layer deeper. Like why do I feel resistant to this? And allowing yourself to answer that question and see what actually comes up. Because so much or so often rather, it's actually about like a fear or an anxiety or some sort of, you know, perfectionism. Like, like you said, Maria, it's exactly that. It's like, I want to do this justice, or I don't know how to start. And I don't know how to, to do it in the way that I want to do it, or maybe I won't be able to do it in a good enough manner or whatever. And that's really what's holding us back. And so that's the part that we actually need to get curious about and look into and coach ourselves and support ourselves in rather than just that mean label that so often we just accept. And then the only way forward is to force ourselves to do something But when you're telling yourself you're not doing it because you're lazy, you're already starting off from like a negative standpoint. It already sucks. It's already not fun. And now you've like added a layer of shame and judgment on top of doing the task in the first place, right? Yeah, for sure. It feels like a punishment. You're like, okay, I must do this now. (laughs) It can feel terrible. Right? Like, but what if your work didn't have to be punishment, right? If you're like choosing to do something and it's something that you want to do and you enjoy doing and something that... Um, you feel called to do, or you like intentionally selected as your work, then what if it didn't always have to feel like punishment and terrible and like you're drudging through water or mud, I guess, not water. I was just talking to my partner about that. He's like, sometimes you're so close on the expressions, but you're always just like a little bit off. That's how works. I can't always remember the full expression. It's fine. <laughs> just say whatever you remember and then it's going to work itself out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it's like, if your work didn't have to feel like that all the time, and, and I think the way through the other side is just pausing Offering yourself a little bit of compassion as just a human who's trying to figure things out and let yourself be curious and open to dialogue and conversation with yourself about what might be happening rather than just judging yourself so you know blatantly without even exploring it a little bit further. Yeah, we're like so taught like so used to it and so like we've been taught for a long time that it's our problem like if we don't want to do something then it's we're undisciplined and we're lazy and I want to like actually do a whole other episode about discipline because I hate that word so much <laughs> like, this just makes yeah. no sense. like but but that's how we're taught to think about work like you're if you're this hard worker and you're disciplined even when things are really hard you have to keep going <laughs> as opposed to like let's pause and see why they're hard and maybe we can work through some of the stuff and they won't be as hard anymore <laughs> like why does exactly. like maybe hard? you can meet yourself like you would a friend or someone that you love or someone that you feel like you want to be kind to rather than just like a disciplinarian I mean to tag exactly. on to that word, right because I also I feel like sometimes that word literally makes me have like a nervous system reaction like I'm just like it just it sounds awful and terrible but like in reality I don't actually think there is anything wrong in you know following like a disciplined in quotation schedule like so for example if we're going to talk about a basic example it could be like brushing your teeth like many of us brush our teeth in the morning and that's like something that we're like disciplined to do and it's not like a terrible 
routine or a terrible thing that we don't want to do. But sometimes we like attach this word. I'm totally going on another tangent over here now. (laughs) We attach this word to like routines. And I think it's really the idea of like trying to be perfect or if we could just kind of like perfectly tweak every little area of our lives enough that we would never have to experience a negative emotion or we could have some element of control about the things that we feel maybe uncertainty about right so yeah go ahead Maria oh sorry (laughs) no because you you finished your thought (laughs) I don't know where I was necessarily going with the rest of this tangent Um, yeah it just had me what you said just had me thinking like about the, the idea of like, what if we didn't have to be so kind of judgmental and hard on ourselves and always assume the worst, mm. right? Like, I don't know if like a kid didn't want to, I don't know, eat dinner or do their homework. We don't have to just assume that it's because they're lazy and they want to fail out of that grade or whatever. They don't care like about eating vegetables ever again. It's like, if we could just meet them with a little bit of softness and curiosity, just find out what's happening. Even like below the first layer, that's where I think you get room for shift and change and progress and creating your desired experience. Mm, Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and that's, that's really it. I mean, I think a lot of us were raised with like that idea of if you as a kid don't want to do something, then it's the parent's job to like force you to do it in a way, right? And that's why there is such a nervous system reaction. Like even as you were talking about brushing our teeth, the second you attached the word discipline to it, I was like, oh, I like I felt tense in my body. I'm like, I'd like to think of it as a routine or as like a ritual. Someone called it a ritual recently. I'm like, I love that. Like that all feels great. And obviously I'm going to always brush my teeth. I'm not going to suddenly stop. But the second you called it discipline, I was like, I hate this so much. (laughs) And I think it's because a lot of us in our generation were raised more on an authoritarian approach in parenting with like a power structure, a power dynamic. And it was a lot of discipline. And that was like, if you were bad, you needed to be disciplined or you needed discipline to like follow the structure. And it was like almost like a means to be good. Mm -hmm. Like discipline is what makes you good. A lack of discipline is what makes you bad. But if we can just like, squash that whole framework and not make it about good or bad and instead just make it about curiosity and what feels good for you and your body like you said a ritual feels like nice and nourishing and calm like right it's like how can we approach things that have to do with work in a way that is grounding and nourishing for us rather than like soul fucking and depleting. And it feels really terrible and awful. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's the other thing is like, sometimes when we have resistance, um, it is because we have some thoughts. We're like, we're worried we're going to not live up to some standard that we've made up. Um, like was the case with me last weekend. And other times it's actually because our 
bodies are tired. Like for instance, yesterday at work, I was having the hardest time like doing things in more than honestly five minute chunks. And I I realized it's just my brain was tired. And so it was having a really hard time focusing. So it wasn't that I was particularly scared of any task. It was just like, it seemed really hard to focus for long periods of time. So I actually split up my to-do list in insanely small chunks. I was like, I'm going to take these five tasks and split them into 40 tasks. (laughs) Like that's all my brain can do right now. So just being so super curious like what is behind the resistance sometimes it's fatigue sometimes it's like some thoughts about how you might fail other times it could be something else just exploring and being super curious and that's the way to get the result that you want right that's the important part is like you want the result of getting those things done you want the result of finishing that project or whatever and so by judging yourself and pushing through the resistance that isn't usually the best way to get the result that you want it's usually about pausing getting curious, figuring out what's actually at the root of the problem, and then solving for that. Like you said, if your body's feeling fatigued, like pushing yourself more and more and squeezing every little last drop out of you isn't actually going to help you with your next project. It's not going to help you achieve this project in the way that you want, right? It's not a sustainable way of getting any type of work done. And what I loved about your example is that I really do think that our bodies are always talking to us and we just have to pause and listen, right? Like it's like your body intuitively knows what it wants and it's trying to communicate to you. It just doesn't always communicate through language because that's how our brain communicates to us. And so there's ways of listening to your your physical capacities and honoring your body and letting that be part of the conversation rather than just letting your brain and your shoulds, like in reality, your idea of what you should be doing and how it should be looking, running the show. Yeah, for sure. Like the visual that was coming to my mind as you were talking is like, imagine you're traveling with your car or a bike or whatever, and you come across a roadblock. It's a matter of like pausing, figuring out like how to go around it and how to like best you know circumvented as opposed to just like continuously slamming into it and trying to just like (laughs) destroy it and push through and then like come out with a broken car (laughs) or even just like name calling like just sitting there parked the road until it like fixes itself I mean that's not what would actually happen or I mean that's not actually what would fix the situation but that's what we do to ourselves we just sit there and we're like oh I'm so lazy I'm such a procrastinator as if that is the way through to the end result that we want but that isn't the way through that is not the way through never in the history of humankind I don't think anyone has achieved anything helpful by like yelling at themselves for being lazy (laughs) right the lie that we believe is that there's because I think some of us can get enough motivation from calling ourselves names like lazy and a procrastinator to do little bits of work in tiny increments. So it does solve little problems here and there, but it feels terrible the entire time. It's like layered with shame. And then you're most of the time using the anxiety of the, the deadline looming as a way to just like get it done because of like the high standards you've set for yourself. But here we're trying to like literally recreate the standards for how you treat yourself and the standards for how you address the work on your to-do list and the things you have to get done. And cool. Maybe that like shame name calling has worked for a little bit of time, but what if there's like a better way that doesn't result in you producing all the shame to like feel yourself for a little tiny increments, right? 
Right, exactly. And even if you manage to fuel yourself in like little increments, over time it like piles up and the next time you're even more resistant. It's just like, it's like one big mess. (laughs) Totally, it's one big mess. And and then you don't get to, I guess, like even enjoy the fruits of your labor or or show up truly in the way that you want to be showing up with like the creative part of your brain hard at work to do whatever it is that you have on your plate. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, that was yeah, such a such a good conversation. And I'm um, I'm really glad I like unpacked this a little bit with you because I really was stuck over the weekend, but I'm like, I don't want to shame myself. I'm wondering what's happening. It was just so good to like work through it in a constructive way rather than yell at myself for being lazy. <laughs> exactly. And like and address and be able to, I think, strengthen the relationship you have with yourself, right? Because now it's like hey, I really love this. This is a passion project of mine recording podcasts. This is unusual behavior of me to be like, I don't want to be doing this. Like what's going on? And it's almost like you're treating yourself more like a friend rather than, yeah, a really mean boss at work. (laughs) Like forcing you to work overtime when you don't want to or whatever. Right. If you're like, if you had texted me saying I'm procrastinating on my podcast, I wouldn't have like told you like, oh, go and do it right now. <laughs> like, you need I, to know. <laughs> I know you wouldn't like judge me. You'd be like, yeah, I get it. I procrastinate too sometimes. What's going <laughs> on? Right. Like literally you would meet me with compassion. And I think that's really part of it. It's like starting to meet ourselves, like the friends that we are to the friends that we have in our lives. Exactly. I love that. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really loved talking about this and um, we'll talk to you again next week. Alrighty. Bye everyone. Hey everyone. It's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women and I work with high achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind LLC. Hey everyone, Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. I work with women who want to shift their beliefs around money and wealth so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients, employees who want to make more money at work or entrepreneurs who want to earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at natashatakesti.com or on Instagram at natashatakesti. We'll see you there.